Let's talk about debt, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about debt. Well, I am so excited to be back with you today. I know. This is going to be maybe one of my favorite episodes because I am so excited to share with the rest of the world someone who's played such an impact in my life. In fact, I was thinking last night, I have been coached by Thea from Beyond 10 for the last 18 years. I wow. Mean, like before Kylie was born. And so I, when I thought about that, I was like, how could it possibly be 18 years? But honestly, for me to take this time and bring her on today and for her to take the time to come on and chat with us so other people can see what I already know about Thea and love about Thea is such an honor. So I'm super excited to introduce you, Tiffany, to someone I consider to be on the A-team, which is the team behind Amber. This is Thea from Beyond 10. Absolutely. Thea, I have heard such incredible things about you. I mean, Amber really, she just thinks the world of you. So I was thrilled to be able to get on here with you today and ask you some questions. So it's really great. get into the deep, the the dirty of it all. So let me ask you yeah. this. So you and Amber have known each other for a really long time, but how did you guys get connected first off? Well, before I say that, just so that I can be present, it's just so wonderful for me to be here. You know, I almost couldn't answer a question without saying, um, you know, Amber is, as you know, one of the most incredible human beings I know. And the opportunity to have been in her life for this long um, at the level that we are is just really for me. And I'm not just saying it because she's here and we're on a podcast, but it is really one of the most extraordinary things for me. And I have a lot of extraordinary things, but Amber is that. And, uh, you know, the love and pride and everything that I have is extraordinary. So um, how did we get connected? Do you want to answer that, Amber? Or you want me to well, take it? you can start, but long story short, she and I both were introduced when I used to be in the mortgage business, okay. and we had this amazing office scenario to where the owner of the company hired a coach that we had access to. And it was such a gift. You know, when I look back now, what an investment he made, which I encourage all business owners to do, because mm -hmm. being able to be introduced to Thea at that time in my life, while it was great for business, what I didn't realize was how underlying what I needed personally. Absolutely. Right? So... That's when we met. Yes. And, um, you know, because doing just to underline what Amber said, doing corporate work is really fabulous. And I have the kind of, I don't know, luck or something to do both corporate and personal coaching. Yeah. But really all it ever is is personal coaching, right? Because businesses are made up of people and all of us as people are different and we have the things that we need and want and, um, so that was a really uh, amazing organization committed not only to great results, but to people being great. Um, and that's how we connected. Mm -hmm. And I, I love what you just said, Thea, and I can so relate with that comment. And I didn't know it back then, but businesses are made up of people. And to yeah. its core, the people and how they show up every day is what makes a business great or hurts a business. And I think that's why our relationship has been so powerful because there has not been one business that I've been an owner on where I have not brought her in 
into my entire staff and given them access. Yeah. So um, I, I'm a firm believer in that because we carry this baggage. I know mm-hmm. I did. I mean, you could probably share some stories no about the old Amber. <laughs> the old Amber. It was yes. scary. Okay, yeah. so let me so let me let me go here. So I've never had a life coach personally, so uh, never, never, now I, never, never. Wow. But I have had a lot of mentors. So sure. I would love to know, and I'm sure the audience would want to know because I'm sure some have and some haven't. Like, yeah. tell me what qualifies you to be a life coach, and then tell me like what's kind of the difference between the two, between a coach and a mentor. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, can I answer the second question first? Yes, of course. Being a coach and a mentor. So I think because I have had coaches and mentors and my experience of mentoring is using someone and someone being available to me to guide me down a particular road because they have had that experience directly. And because they have a commitment and see something in me that's extraordinary. So in that way, it's a little like a Venn diagram because a coach has to be that for someone. Okay. Um, But I think that the distinction in coaching is that there's an accountability. If I'm mentoring you, I'm completely committed to it, but that's just kind of how I roll. But if I'm coaching you, your success is a function of my willingness to treat your successes and failures and ups and downs and ins and outs as my own. Um, And so if I'm working with someone and coaching someone and they're not being effective, obviously it's because of them, but my relationship to it is because maybe I'm not providing what there is to provide. Maybe I haven't found that right key. Maybe I haven't been the way that I need to be. So I think that it's the difference, Tiffany, with accountability, where mentor is possibility, coach is also possibility, but there's also um, the execution that one is responsible Mm -hmm. for. That's awesome. And let me ask one more thing. So you guys have worked together for a really long time. And do you, does she get, do you allow her into like all parts of your life or is it just business? (laughs) Tell me how that goes. Yeah, that's a great question, Tiffany, because um, for me, just the way I was raised, I was already very guarded. Sure. I was not vulnerable. I didn't know what it meant to have open and honest communication. I didn't share what I really felt out of fear of how people would respond. I that Those tools were never in my toolbox. Right. And so it took Thea's openness to create a space for me that was safe. And I say that word but I really mean it. And it was such a safe place for me to get vulnerable Mm -hmm. and to really share um, what was going on with me or why I reacted a certain way or why I felt triggered. And she would go there with me as if we were right back in that scenario, literally, and walk me back down that path and say, okay, you're reacting to this as if you know, one one big trigger for me was, you know, my mom. I grew up, my mom was manic depressive. And so I always have this sense of having to take care of or fix, fix, like I'm a fixer. And Thea can see that over all these years that, you know, here you here you go. This isn't your mom. You you don't have to fix it. And she could pick up on those things because she created the space for me to share it. And it's when I think back now of all of the things. I've gotten to a place in my life to where I can almost 
if I'm triggered or I react to something, it's because she's given me the tools necessary to say, I know exactly why this is triggering me. It's reminded me of X or it's reminding me of, you know, something in my past, but this isn't who Amber is today. And because of the tools that she's provided. And I think for me, that's been the biggest gift. And I, I, I can't stress enough because that was such a great question you asked about what's the difference between a mentor and a coach. And I've had lots of mentors right. in my life, right? You know, Harry Hidea, who I talk about, yeah. he's a huge mentor for me. Right. I love him. I'm grateful for him. But he would never sit to me like Thea does and say, babe, you're off today. Right. This is not you. I can hear it in your voice. This is not who I know you to be. So something's not right. And it's not everybody else. It's you. And I can receive that with such love and say, you're right. Like, I, I, this is not who I want to be. It's not who I'm committed to be. It's not what I know to be as a believer even. I tell her all the time. I'm like, every tool she's given me lines up with my belief values, you know, mm-hmm. spiritually. And it, it's it's not who I want to be to the world. So I'm just so grateful that I've had access to that. And I wish more people could understand the power of having a coach that has enough love and space to give you to be that vulnerable. Absolutely. Thea, look at this. This is amazing, right? (laughs) Yeah, it is amazing. Um, And, you know, I I receive it, Amber, and thank you. And you can imagine, Tiffany, I mean, I've been doing this. You you asked me what, uh, what my credentials are. Sure. Let me just be really clear. I have none. I'm a college dropout. I All I had was a really deep, dark, dark past that I rose, you know, from those ashes and created a life and then happened to participate in a program, a, a seminar that was really transformational. And it was where I discovered that um, for me, making a difference and impacting life and creating opportunity was better than any drugs or alcohol or any of the things that I had done along the way to kind of survive my own life. And so at a very young age, I was able to um, find my world through contribution. And now, all these years later, I've been doing it um, in one form or another. I've had my own business for 25 years um, because I was pregnant with my oldest son, Benny, when... uh, uh, when I started and he just turned 24. And um, prior to that, I had 17 years of working for this other organization leading seminars. So um, my credentials are that I've lived a life committed to making a difference. Mm-hmm. And um, I am very uh, serious about my ongoing education. So this is a path that has no end and whether it's seminars that I'm doing and I always have a coach or books that I'm reading, I'm so interested in human development and the possibility that we are that something beyond whatever it is our past has given us. So those are my credentials is whatever someone can glean from that. Um, and then let's put a, a period there. And then I want to say something about what Amber said. Uh, and I'm I'm not saying this just to give it back. I'm being really, really uh, upfront here. Coaching is not for everybody. Agreed. And it's not for everybody because there are places where people want something different than what they've got, 
but they're not willing to do the work. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make them bad or wrong. You know, when I was 45, I walked a half marathon. I'll never do it again. <laughs> you know, I'm not willing to like eat a particular way or exercise a particular way to have my body be a particular way. And I, you know, Amber and I have that as an ongoing conversation mm-hmm. all the time, right? Um, and so running a marathon sounds so like sexy but most people shouldn't do it. You know? <laughs> it's not that most people can't. It's just that what you have to give in order to receive that result. And I'll tell you something, you probably already know this about Amber, is the courage and commitment that she has brought to her spiritual, transformational well-being. But it's like she does most things is why she has had the results that she's had. I mean, sure, you know, there's things that I'm good at and I am a very safe space because all I'll ever do is love you. And I am way more committed to making a difference than I am you liking me. So I'll be straight up and I'm pretty trained in how to do that. But I'm telling you, she's able, sorry, Amber, I know you're like, I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to Tiffany. She's able to have that because of where she was willing to go. And then the trust and the space and the safety, um, you know, when you discover that with one person, you can then start to branch out and trust others. Mm-hmm. So um, I just kind of give it back to her. And there's her magic, there's my magic, and then there's the world that we have together, which is extraordinary. Thank you, Thea. I love the relationship you guys have. I think that that, oh. you know, that... That is something like that mm-hmm. goes beyond, you know, we talk about like friendships or family and like people that become part of your world. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how you've let her, the Thea in and Thea, you've let Amber in and you really, you know, or have that safe space. So if you would um, walk us through like kind of how, how that happens, uh, how, how you go about like a session, essentially. How, how would a session, if somebody's looking in from the inside out and they're trying to decide whether they should go and, you know, and, and find a and life have coach? A coach? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, well, Tiffany, like anything, I would say that everybody is different. Mm-hmm. And so there may be other coaches watching this or people who have coaches who would offer something very different. So I want to say upfront, I don't have the right way to do it. I have a way to do it. You know, Beyond Tech is my company. And over the years, I've developed a way of working, which is how I train other coaches to work. But it's just like one sliver of coaching. Okay. Okay. Um, So with that said, um, my perspective about coaching is that you cannot coach anybody until the way that they see the world makes sense to you. So we would start with, how are you? And it's, it's not, how are you? I'm fine, Thea. How are you? It's, how are you really? Let me see the world through your eyes. How are you doing personally, professionally? And Amber's probably smiling because she's heard me ask this question or she'll just my start favorite. with, let me get you in my world, right? You know, <laughs> my clients know that particular phrase. And um, so depending on what she's dealing with or where we're working, we may have the entire call based on something that is currently happening. Okay. Or there's all of these other kind of like tools that I have in my toolbox, 
to work on exercises, things like that. But um, I think that the thing that would be useful, and I'm thinking it through because I didn't prepare this for people to know, is that when I'm working with someone, there are two realms inside of which I'm working. One I call spatial and the other I call structural. Okay. So spatial is how you're doing about what's happening in your life. It's the thing between your ears that no one can see, but completely dictates the quality of your world because of your perspective, which then, of course, impacts your actions. No one but you sees it or hears it, and or me, and yet it is completely the determining factor for how you're operating. That's the spatial part. Okay. The structural part is what you're doing that anyone can see. You know, I noticed Amber sitting there with her coffee right? That's like a structural thing. And so a structural is, you know, who you're talking to, how you're responding to your emails, how you deal with the person at Publix. For those of you who are out of the (laughs) Publix arena, that's one of our big supermarkets. And um, it's anyone observing you could watch what you're doing. That's structural. So we have these two worlds, right? And if spatially you're positive, you're bringing possibility, you can see your perceptions, you're all clear, but structurally your actions are off, like you're not doing or working on the right thing, Right. you're off. Wow. And then if structurally you're doing all the right stuff, you're, you know, you're exercising, your follow-through is amazing, you're responding to everything, you're on time, you make lists, you do the thing, but spatially you're in what I call a funk. It's a technical term for me. Mm-hmm. You are also not at the top of your game. So the, the world of coaching is the balance of those two worlds. And sometimes you'll see that someone will be doing something and they think they have to change their mindset, but it doesn't really impact things. It's because what they need to change is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Or someone thinks they need to change what they're doing, but really what's off is their perception of the world. And then it doesn't work. So the coaching is the balance of those two worlds and being able to distinguish what those are. So sometimes Amber will get off the phone. She'll have a breakthrough. She'll realize she's been being a whatever or, or being triggered or that whole mental space. Right. Everything will shift for her. And then sometimes what she'll realize is that she hasn't been, I'm making this up. She, she hasn't said this meeting with her staff the way that she needs to. Mm-hmm. So it's not in her head. It's that she's not doing something that's going to produce a different result. So she'll get off the phone with that. And um, I guess the last thing that I would say is there's no way to know how a coaching call is going to go ever. You can't know it. I can't know it. I prepare still for every single one of them and it never goes that way. <laughs> but that's what I love about what she does with Beyond 10 and her entire staff. They they all have worked with Thea and they're training with her That's so awesome. that you're getting her approach and anyone that you work with at her company. And I think for me, not having a script is what's created the breakthroughs I've had. She gets on and that question of how are you? No, how are you really? I can say I've carried that through even when I meet with people in relationship with debt. Yeah. And what they're dealing with in life. Because if you really want to create a space for someone to really say more than just, oh, I'm good. Because I've said it for years, but I've lied. 
I was not good. I was a mess. I hid everything. It was all there for me. But until that little four words, how are you really? Yes. Was asked of me, that is what allowed me to share. And so I think, you know, if if people watching today, if that's the one thing you added to your verbiage with other people, with the people that you love, with the people that you care about, with the people that you trust, watch what happens. Watch the fruit of that. So it's been transformational for me. Yeah. Well, I I look at this and I see it almost like a doctor. Yes. Um, Because like you go into a doctor and you're trying to get everything optimal, right? Totally. Like when I go to my naturopath, like we sit down and we're not looking just to be healthy. We're looking to be optimal. And so like when you said the word optimal, it, it rang that bell for me of mentally being optimal. Mm-hmm. So you're working to mentally be optimal. And by doing that, you have your two spaces that you look at and that you evaluate. So I love that. And I will say when you were talking about, you know, um, how you were a college dropout, me as well. And I love the fact that um, a lot of people will talk about book smart. And then they'll talk about versus street smarts. And the street smarts come from going through it yourself. So Mm -hmm. I love that you have like a lot of stuff that you've gone through. So you have, um, you can share that with people and people can say, you can say, hey, I went through this. So you have like a different understanding. So I love that as well. I think some people, Thea, would love to hear from your perspective you know, I think the open and honest communication can so be carried through into people struggling with debt. And I know we mm-hmm. we talk a lot about that, but I know if you could touch on that briefly, you know, for those watching, one, how do they create the space with their spouse or significant other to open up and have an open and honest conversation about where they are financially? And then the second question behind that, how can someone watching today who's like, I could never afford a coach? Like, I can't stress this enough. Even at my lowest points in my life, I couldn't have survived without a coach. That's what has gotten me financially to the position I'm in. So if you could kind of touch on that from your perspective. Sure. Um, So uh, first of all, in terms of affordability, right? Um, Again, I'm answering the second question first. It's it's an investment, Mm -hmm. It is. And there's lots of ways to get coaching. And and I don't have a lot of uh, information about that, but where you don't have to pay the fees that some coaches charge, myself included. Um, but what you do have to figure out how to invest is your time and your commitment. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really interesting because I have this view for most of us that if you pay for something, there's a different level of commitment that you're going to bring to it. Mm. And that is, and and it's not like a trick, you know what I mean? Like you can use that to manipulate someone to pay for something, but it's not that. But I know for myself, when I am, am committing not only my time and energy, but my finances, it brings me differently to that experience. And the, I think that the return on the investment of coaching is extraordinary. I really do. And, um, you know, different people are at different places, as you know, this is why you have this podcast, um, for themselves financially. But there are different things you can do at every level that you're at. Um, so I want to go to the first question, then I'll probably come back to the second. 
The space of open and honest communication, I think, this isn't, I don't know how this is going to sound, but I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I, I think it's the answer. Yeah. I, I think it's the answer to almost any question. Mm. And it's magic. Mm -hmm. It's possibility. It's scary as. <laughs> it's courageous. And for some reason, we are not trained as human beings. And I've had the opportunity to coach all over the world. So this is not like an American thing or a Floridian thing or a female thing or an age thing or a gender thing or a sexual orientation thing or how much money you have thing. It's none of those things. It's a human condition where we are trained by life that it is not safe to show our real selves. I don't know why I like, you know, I, I have this joke where, you know, five minutes before I transition, I would love to just see the big picture because that piece doesn't make sense to me. And yet when I am willing to go there and courageously deal with what is really true for me, the freedom that comes along with that is extraordinary. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the people that are closest to me, honestly, and I'm not just saying this, I'm always scared to tell the truth because I, I want people to like me. I don't want people to think bad things about me. I think I'm crazy enough. Like I beat myself <laughs> up enough about that on my own, but I, I know the dynamics of what I deal with. And so of course I want to look great to the world. And part of that is wearing a mask. Mm. And so if you're talking to other people, by the way, Amber, this is a new breakthrough I've had. I don't know that you've heard this one. When, when I'm being with other people, the mask is me managing what you're thinking about me. Wow. When I'm by myself, what I'm managing is how I'm feeling about myself. Mm. And both of them are always going. It's either one or the other. Think about it. You're by wow. yourself. I know, right? So powerful, but so true. Right? You're by yourself and then you're thinking all of that. Yep. And then you're with other people and then you're wondering, thinking and managing how they're going to be with you. It's, it's so a true. very exhausting job, man. So I know, and when I'm wondering whether or not I can say something or do something, I've trained myself to ask myself if the, if the roles were reversed, would I want them to be open and honest and authentic and vulnerable and real with me? And of course, the answer is yes. So I have to trust that if I want that from you, you want that from me. And one, is, one of us has got to start, Wow! right? Yeah. One of us in a partnership, um, personally, professionally, one of us has got to start in order to open up that world of mm -hmm. possibility. And, you know, none of us have a crystal ball, so you could say something or be open and then someone, you know, uses it against you and then you have to deal with it. <laughs> um, but the other side of it is you could, and then all of the magic and joy and love and connection, which is one of my favorite words, is what comes from that way of operating. Mm -hmm. So good. I mean, the freedom, I could feel it when she was mm -hmm. sharing it. 
And it takes a while. You know, it's a tool in your toolbox. But when you can grasp that tool and you care less about the reaction. And one of the things that you said, Thea, which you didn't bring up here, but you always do this with me. She'll she'll ask permission. Can I tell you something? Can can you allow me the space to tell you something right now? I don't want it to make you mad, but I want to share with you. And when she shares it, because she's asked permission to do so, it lands on me completely different. Right. Because I know she's sensitive to how something that she's about to say is going to land on me. And she wants to open up the pathway to say, hey, I love you. This is why I'm sharing this with you. And she doesn't want to hurt you. That's right. I love that. So mm-hmm. it's another great tool. But I am just so thankful. You're a gift, Thea. You're a gift to me, to anyone who knows you. If anyone of our listeners today want to connect with her, yeah. they can go to Beyond 10. I know she has clients. You've had clients for years. I know your schedule is so full, but I do know she has a great team behind her that, um, so it's beyond 10. Yeah. Beyond 10.com. Beyond 10.com. You can learn more about her, but thank you so much for being our guest today. It's, it's an honor. Yes, it really is. Thank you both. Tiffany, you're, you're fabulous. Amber, I don't even have words and I so appreciate this opportunity. Um, and I'm so happy that we're getting to share like this. I know. I mean, it's extraordinary. Thank you. Absolutely. It was such a pleasure getting to meet you finally. And I look forward to seeing you again. Yeah. Ditto. Great. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Life After Debt podcast. If you have any questions or you're still wondering, how can she help me? Reach out to us on our website, reducemydebts.com and fill out our 15-minute clarity call request. We'd love to hear about your situation and help you and meet you where you are. So don't hesitate. Reach out because truly there is life after debt.